Since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 and 1 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more. Everyone, welcome to the Kickstart Podcast, presented by our friends at ProTaper, makers of the amazing ACF aluminum carbon fiber handlebar and Sella self-actuated launch assist. There you go. Whole shot device. Um, anyway, we're here for a special Tuesday uh, Tuesday edition as we're unable to coordinate. No, actually, we're... We came to the office yesterday, and there's no power here. And there's a construction crew across the street digging a big hole in the ground. And you could have told me that the road was closed. Well, I didn't know the road was closed. Where is it closed? Closed. Uh, well, I came from Chipotle because I got a oh, big old burrito. Newport? Yeah, yeah, Newport. Yeah. Closure. Oh. Closure. I had to go all the way around, like past Brock's house to get here. Oh, oh okay. Well, yeah. some things are worth the extra effort. Yeah, I know. I brought you a Diet Coke. There you go. Yeah, thank you for that. Yeah, you're welcome. So... This past weekend was the Thunder Valley Motocross National Round 4 of the Lucas Oil. Three. Three? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Hangtown was two. Round three of the MX Nationals. I was thinking round four because I was at round four of the West Coast Open. <laughs> <laughs> Up at lovely KCRP in Bakersfield. So while I was in Bakersfield amongst the uh, police sirens and homeless people on roller skates, Anton was driving cross-country to Thunder Valley MX. How, how was the drive, Anton, with the, uh, the first road trip with uh, baby Ezra and the dog and the wife, the whole family? Oh, it was awesome. It, I mean, you know, anybody that's rented a rental car in the last two years knows the uh, Hertz Gold Clean Guarantee is not, uh, that's a concept. It's not an actual <laughs> thing. So after I detailed the car and we got off to a two-hour late start, uh, it's awesome. Um, you know, Kansas is like an underrated state to drive through. I know so many people are like, oh my God, it's so flat and ugly. It's, it's a different kind of pretty. Uh, it's fun to drive through there. And then, you know, why, uh, Megan and the dog are like road trip veterans, you know, from how many times we drove across the country for Christmas and stuff. Mm-hmm. So the little guy did great. And then it's fun to chill in Denver, uh, you know, for a few days. Cause you know, although we've gone to that national so many times by now and now Supercross is there. You'd never really see all that much. I really just see what I see from the airport to the track and all that. Yeah. But uh, to see the town and go around Denver, to see how big that whole area is, like there's not a piece of flat land that doesn't stay flat before it gets like built up on something. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was cool to go out there. My bicycling feels way better from just being at the altitude for so long. And uh, yeah, dude, I mean, that was, that was a great race. It kind of sucked for me because I put myself in the wrong position to watch in the first moto like i just picked a bad route to take around the track oh you got trapped on the inside or something yeah i and i so i like as great as that moto was i couldn't even really pay attention to it because i was like trying to figure out like what kind of screw up did i get myself into where i couldn't see part of the track Mm. so re-watching it like wow that was pretty solid from a lot of guys just a lot of great action uh I think all in all, it was just a cool weekend. You know, it was really good to, to see um, so many people out there. Weather was great. 
racing's been great. Just summer just keeps plugging away. Mm-hmm. Hey, did you make it to the uh, Coors factory? We didn't. We didn't because we have the dog. Oh. That's the one thing that all the times that I've been out there, I've always wanted to go to that, but I haven't. But if it's like the Anheuser-Busch one is, which I've been to a bunch of times over here in St. Louis, it's pretty cool. Uh, it smells funny when you go by the brewery, so it smells like uh, the barley and the hops and all that stuff. So yeah. it smells funny when you drive by. It smells like burning. Dude, the Coors Light and uh, that town tastes so good. Does it? it it's better there. Ooh. Uh, I don't know why. Well, obviously because it's days old, right? Or yeah. Hours old. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So, uh, uh, truth be told, I, I only caught some of the motos and some of the highlights because I was at the racetrack riding, trying to learn a track and working. But uh, I think the thing that comes across for me is like, what the hell was that? When Anderson hit that plastic thing and it flew up and hit Eli. Oh, my yeah, gosh. They yeah, put crazy. that there oh, okay. halfway through the moto. The Halfway through workers. the moto. Yeah. Why? Because they're drifting a, too wide? Mm-hmm. There, it's a lot to it. So even the rollers before that, there was a lot of yeah. pretty blatant track cutting going on. Yep. Guys were just going wide. Uh, in the morning safety meeting that Roy Jansen hosts, they had even said, like, the outside of that lane up to the fence that, like, separates the track from the pits was closed because they're like, if a guy comes off that, you have no place to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, guys were coming off that on purpose really really fast just to have a carved wider line to get out mm-hmm. and so then halfway through that moto when everybody started riding up on the grass there next to the track because there was a little mud hole um just a little bit off off the dry line mm-hmm. uh the track crew put it in there and yeah jason slammed that thing like did, pretty good did he but there slam was, it the first time he came of, around i think so yeah i think wow. so i gotta rewatch, but like it just popped up out of nowhere and like they'll make running changes like that every now and then mm-hmm. you know but it's very rare that it's like that and even the cali guys were saying jason got lucky that it was the lightweight the lightweight plastic one and not a heavier one mm. because if it was a heavier rubber one like he'd have destroyed his hand he'd oh, have blown yeah. He'd have blown his hand apart you know yeah was there any word on did that thing hurt jason his bike or eli or his bike uh I was told, like, and, and I talked to Jason, and he didn't seem like it was really giving him a fit. But then uh, other people had said that it was giving him a problem. With so his hand, he had like his hand on, on right? I mean, he wasn't the same the rest of the race. You could see his pace dropped yeah. quite a bit afterwards, that incident. That would have been his right hand, right? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, he, what if it locked his front brake up? Dude, gnarly. Right? Anton track prep was a little bit different this weekend. It looked like they tilted a bit deeper. Uh, mm-hmm. looked like they had a lot of those ruts in there. They made some uh, track changes, track modifications. They slowed yep. it down a little bit. I don't know if it yeah, was better or worse for racing. It didn't really look like they could pass as much. Um, they took a, took away like that super high-speed downhill off-camber-ish um, area and then just made a bunch of squiggly you know, mm. turns. But That section's scary. Yeah, yeah, but the track looks super technical. Anton, what, what, did you, what did it look like there in person? Technical, you yeah. know, because it's on a hillside, so it's off camera the whole time. Those changes, I think a lot of guys in area, you would probably agree, and you would know as a racer, a little bit overdue just to how fast that section is. Like, you know, it's definitely ballsy, and if you're a fast dude, you want to do that stuff, you know that if you're willing to hold it on or commit to your line that you can make some spots up there. Yeah. But then also, like, and that's a lot of downhill. It was two long back-to-back downhills. I thought the old wave that the guys would climb up the hill where it was like that power-robbing section of offset like moguls was cool. 
I did not but, like uh, that. No. <laughs> nope. Yeah, I know you guys didn't, but because it was such a just a bitch to get over. Yeah. But uh, everybody that I talked to had said that although they shortened those lanes up and tightened those turns up, everything just kind of got one line, and everybody funneled into one thing. Um, so that was kind of. I think it's just like a work in progress. Uh, I agree with you on some of the track prep stuff because it was definitely rutted. Mm-hmm. But then also, especially if you watch the first lap of that 450 moto, the long downhill after the big sky shot tabletop where everybody throws whips, dude, that thing was so greasy, like wet and oh, slick. Yeah, you was. can watch where guys are like getting on the gas and the back end breaks out from the drone cam. But that like doesn't do justice to how hard like guys were getting on the gas watching and feeling like the back end break out and then just tiptoeing all the way down there while like hauling ass like yeah, yeah the the track was definitely uh a big factor this weekend and and as it broke down and everything um it was old school it was old school thunder valley we drove by there on thursday and you could tell that they had already just been soaking it uh so it wasn't just a dry dust pit mm-hmm. you know it looked good on thursday even when we drove by Hey, Ray, did you ever do the uh, Thunder Valley National as a night race? No. No, that, that was, was like was 2009, wasn't it? It was when you were on minis or something? No, I, I was still was in thing. B class. I was in B class. Yeah. That they did there. it at night? Yeah, yeah. I think I was, what, what, what year was that? 08, 09? It was, yeah, was they yeah. did it one year, something right? Something like that, yeah. Was yeah. it like how we had special bikes and stuff? Yeah. Guys yeah. could actually see. Uh, I mean, kind that's, of dark, right? yeah, it's pretty dark. Like the dirt's Ooh. dark, and they—I don't know if it was as lit as it should have been, but yeah, I mean, they had the race. They went racing, so Jesus. You, Anton, do you remember why they did that? Was it just like a gimmick, or was it like a the ordinance? Uh, it was kind of a gimmick, but I also think that like we're talking early four strokes, and remember how fuel was boiling so bad mm. back then. Ah. Like that was that was right when that race was coming around, and they were learning what they could and couldn't do as far as like. What time of year to hold it? What year, like, yeah. what time of day to hold it? How the mm-hmm. bikes were going to be and stuff like that. Speaking of that, did the TLD boys have problems or did Max have problems? Yeah, both. Uh, Mosman did for sure. Uh, Pierce crashed. I know he was pretty dirty, mm. but Mosman said that it happened in both motos, which was a bummer for him because he was really doing good in the second moto. Yeah. There was um, quite a few guys that gas was boiling there yeah um, maximus was out though like first lap so it couldn't have been gas right when uh, it was so. just a bike thing okay i i, I don't know why I don't did, know why did you was... ask about the gassing was he were they trouble with that at hangtown uh no no no, no okay. just uh they've uh, had issues know. with that in Last the past year, there like yeah. i know i've had issues there like with fuel boiling um i don't know what, if it has to do anything with the altitude or the heat and the altitude I'm sure it's the, altitude, the bikes right? always act funky as hell what does there. it feel like when your fuel boils your bike just starts sputtering sputtering yeah it's pretty much like putting water in your gas tank blah, 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 blah. and you Jeez. go over jump blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah Mosman said it was cutting out pretty bad and that like he was taking some big chances to even do some of the jumps Frick. you know and you have to wonder too like so Barsha has the big tank like right. the big big oversized Jeffrey riding sand tank on it and it's got some heat wrap and stuff like that um, you have to wonder if that 250 engine, you know, being as like high revving as they always are on it, even if it is Mosman and Pierce's riding style, like that thing's still generating a lot of heat that's just going right up to the fuel tank. There's yep. there's a million different things that could happen. And A Ray, as you guys know, and, and Don, as you've seen too, like teams throw the kitchen sink at 
those bikes at that race to try to make them even somewhat closer you know mm -hmm. gearing changes bigger sprockets yeah. all kinds of electronic stuff just I mean, to try to get it somewhat similar to what it is at regular sea level and yeah. and even still then we have all the factors of saturday so like they said it's going to be 90 and it, it's going to be hot and all these things and it was but then even the cloud cover would come in so it didn't get as hot as it would or then it felt like rain at one point in time so like mm -hmm. you always have these constant changing variables that i think everyone's always chasing at that race hmm. yeah i remember i remember even whenever i rode for factory yamaha um they they shipped an engine straight there just, just for that for, race wow. yeah, and put it in different like different mapping and thing. it was like 10 horsepower more it seemed like just to really? be like the same as it would be oh. like yeah oh. fucking thing was fire breathing dragon dude <laughs> so if you rode it at a regular track you probably couldn't hold on to it no i'd rip the rear fender off <laughs> i remember uh i remember the first time i went to thunder valley for a race i think the first year they had it i remember walking across the road into the pits and like walking up the first hill and just being all gassed yeah like the, the altitude how much uh did the altitude affect you racing? Was it as bad as like being a mammoth or worse? Uh, me personally, it didn't affect me that much because, like, I mean, whenever I showed up there, like, I was I, every time I've showed up there, other than like 2016 or whatever, I've been pretty fit. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I mean, if I'd show up there right now, I'd be fucking gasping for air. I'd probably collapse along just trying to breathe. But I mean, for the most part, like, if you're if you're in good enough shape, I don't think it'll affect you unless you deal with you, you're one of those people who deal with altitude sickness, right? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's never really affected me as much. Um, and if it does, like you can fly in like super late on Friday and just be there like yeah, the, the shortest amount is, of time. Yeah, the theory is either just boom, shock yourself to system and do it. Yeah, or you have to be there like a week in advance. Right? Yeah, to, yeah. I like there. I always like to just fly in like. The, that year I rode for Factory Yamaha, my flight landed at like 1, 1 a.m. Oh, 1 a.m., went straight to the hotel, slept, woke up the next morning, raced, and then went, got home. And, like, it didn't really affect me as much as, you know, it yeah. would have if I bit got, like, flew in there Thursday. Because it's like the third day, I think that's when it fucked you up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hmm. It's really bad. Did anyone complain about the altitude, Anton? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, enough guys have I think there's like, oh, my God, it's, it's still getting you... But now that they go there so much, I think, and especially now you add in Salt Lake, too, more and more guys know what to expect. Yeah. Uh, Romano's interview after the race was fucking hilarious because he's like, my mouth is so high. This is the highest I've ever raced. I'm so high. I had cotton mouth. And you're just like, it's hilarious <laughs> to laugh at because everybody makes like pot jokes in Denver. And he's just doing it just like, yeah. But so many, especially young guys, like a lot of 250 dudes that have never raced the full series before. Uh -huh. Yeah. And it's the first time of them trying it. Uh, A-Ray, have you ever tried that canned oxygen that they have? Because I've seen that in a lot of factory rigs, and it's legal, so, like, this isn't some USADA-like secret tool. But no, I've heard I, I, yeah. so many people oxygen say that that's like, yeah. the, that's, like, the secret weapon. And they even sell it at the airport, too. Like, people that <laughs> yeah. land off their flight, like, you just start buying them as soon as you hit the gift shop. Yeah, I've, <laughs> I've, I've heard some stuff like that. But Is it like the air that you blow your camera dust off with? <laughs> it's, kind of, it's almost like a damn, like, a big-ass inhaler. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It just has the thing that goes. It's got a big mouthpiece. Yeah. Mm -hmm. huh. So what do you do? Just breathe that for like a minute before you go to the race? I have absolutely no idea. Um, I think I think that's something that you can do. It just like, just take, you know, every few, thirty minutes, hour, or whatever, or maybe even before the moto. Yeah. Oh wow. Uh, I don't think I've ever used it, but I've seen people that do use it. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I guess it's effective, right? But, like, a lot of people, uh, all everything I'm seeing right now is just everyone's sick. Dude, there must right? be kind of, like, Dude. some kind of funk going Kitchen, around. Kitchen, Shimoda, Lawrence Brothers are still jacked up. Yeah. Crazy. Look, I'll say this. Knowing that, like, Dungey was sick, Hunter was yeah. sick, Jet was sick, and that I went and did How Was Your Weekend and the interviews with him, I'm like, okay, I know I got to do this, and this is kind of stupid, but you, like, knowingly know, like, okay, I'm going to be three feet away from someone that feels like shit. This yeah. is great. Yeah. You know, but everybody's like, everybody's pretty wiped out right now. Joe never really seemed to get out of his rental car the whole day. Like they parked a rental car right next to the PC truck. Oh, with and the yep, Good old it. Myrtle, maybe. Wandered and that then, over the last week. Um, <laughs> well, like, I figure those three guys are all together all the time. But it's like, it's everybody's sick though. Like, yeah. bar, like, and it's been going on for a bit. Like even after Supercross into this, like it's still, you know, stuff's still going on. People are still getting it and we're traveling a lot more. And, you know, this happened last year. Like we got to Southwick last year and a lot of us were sick or we got to Millville. Yeah. So like, it, it's part of it. Um, probably best to get it out of your system now before it gets really, really intense. Yeah. You know, like, hey, Thunder Valley would be the hardest one to have it. If you could grit it out there and get it done, like gonna be way easier than having it on the fourth of july at redbud yeah mm-hmm. yeah and then there's everybody's for, there's doing for your sure a flu going around but i mean yeah it, it, it's so funny how like you know there's a flu and the the tv people are interviewing right there and, oh yeah you know, but when it was covid it was like ah! oh yeah <laughs> it's over with i don't know um how did Cairoli like the track i mean this is his first time okay is there a track on the mxgp circuit that's he's high raced altitude? there he did na- designations yeah, there, yeah. But I mean, like, is there a race on the MXGP circuit that's in the mountains that's at high altitude where hmm. it's a different deal for everyone? I mean, I don't know. See, I asked that too. I was wondering, like, there, there's got to be something, but maybe there isn't because I couldn't think of one. Trentino, and so I thought maybe? that was a really good question. Trentino, I guess, isn't that high. Mexico mm-hmm. City was the highest one when oh. they would race, or like Leon, when they were racing down in Mexico. Not Mexico City, but in Leon. Yeah. Uh, that was up, up high in the mountains. But I think the altitude really wasn't messing guys up as much as it was just like everything else that was going on in Mexico when they were going down there. But, but that, uh, that was that the dead was bodies. Like hot, yeah. And that, yeah. Yeah. But it would always be super hot there, too, because they would come, remember, in like August, right before oh. they would come to the USGP. So they're racing like prime peak of the summer, miserable down there. Mm-hmm. But he said, uh, he said there's not really anything else like that, but they hadn't gone to Mexico in a while, too. Uh, I think Argentina's got to be up a little bit at elevation cause, just because it's in the mountains like that on those hills. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, uh, so Dungy was sick then this weekend. Yeah, so was, was he was sick. off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was off the pace. Cairoli yeah. seems to be getting stronger. Yeah. And he's, he's done. Yeah, he's done after a high point. Is yeah. he? Yeah. So there's that. Yeah, I heard that on the Pulp Show. So, like, they were saying that uh, pretty much um, he's like an ambassador for, KC- for KTM and he's uh-huh. not getting paid. Only He's only making the purse money over here. Oh. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, it's for him to risk it every weekend. Yeah. It's, it's just not really worth yeah. it for him at this at this stage in his career. So, I think he's done after high point, which sucks. Everyone wants to see it. Everyone wants to see him finish this thing through. Everyone wants to. I mean, dude, it's Antonio Caroli. We've been waiting years for him to get over here mm-hmm. and for him to ride the U.S. tracks and everything. Um, yeah, someone needs to dig in their pockets. And well, I'm, sure I'm surprised the, guy. the guys on Vital MX haven't like said, oh, we can fund this. 
Oh, did they, they might? fund everything else? They right? might. Yeah, we'll call Lindsay over there. Talking boy. <laughs> Round up a contract bonus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Have you heard anything with that, Anton? Uh, I know that. I know that they're going back, and that like even going those extra two, because like Jill said at, at that Tuesday test, she's like, "We're just doing the first two. And I was like, "Okay." And then when they were going to do the next two, I was like, well, that's interesting. Like, that's good, though. I hope he keeps going and going. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've heard the Red Bud thing, that he definitely wants to do Red Bud um, as the nation's prep. And they really need to, especially for Italy to come back. I mean, this is going to be his chance to run the number one plate. You know, mm-hmm. he's never had that before. Um, but I've, I'm so surprised that KTM did it that way, you know, more so because like Tony has been KTM's guy internationally forever. I mean, he's really the one that helped put the brand on the map like that. And, uh, nothing like just, just nothing like that really is interesting, you know, and he's doing it as a testing role. Like he's over here saying like, we're trying to get the bike better. We're trying to do this. We're trying to do that. Mm -hmm. So like Tony really did put a lot out there. I'm sure there's way, way, way more behind the scenes that like, we don't know, Mm -hmm. you know, but cool for him to stand his ground and be like well then i'm just done like i could be doing as great as i want i could be doing top fives and top sevens but if you're not gonna pay me I'm, i am gonna go home and chill yeah. in Italy. it makes yeah. me interested does like i wonder what dungy's contract's like then if it's dungy's like, doing it i know dungy's he's doing, doing the series but it's just like paid. is he getting paid or is he just doing this because he wants to it's weird yeah that's a, that's another interesting thing so as i was standing under the media corral um saturday jet started talking to dungy and he's like man i i really hope you do all of them and dungy's like well that's my plan like i hope to do all of them like uh, that's what i'm that's what i'm aiming to do and jet was like really excited by that hmm. uh so like ryan seems committed but i'll be interested to see what what's going on like if he is getting something yeah. you know or because i couldn't see ryan being that uh hungry to ride and just being like i'll do anything it takes to go ride just give me any kind of bike and i'll go do it i don't think that uh it would work out considering the last few times that he's wanted to do it it seems like the right pieces of the puzzle didn't line up for him to do it that way they're not going to go back and do that risk for nothing yeah i'm not to beat a dead horse and talk about all this dungy coming back thing but since you mentioned dungy and jet talking like it's something i've been thinking about too is just like my age group and then jets and all them all these 250 kids, like, Dungy's, like, the guy we looked up to, right? Like, we didn't have, like, we were kind of late to even the Stewart area, era, mm-hmm. you know? So it's just pretty sick. I think I said this to you on the way up to Big Bear or something that I don't even know if Sexton was a pro yet when Dungy lined up <laughs> yet because yeah. I think he just did the four years. But, mm-hmm. yeah, it's crazy. You know something that I, like, I didn't mention it and I didn't hear it brought up on TV and, like, I wouldn't have said it to his face because it's not the time or place. Yeah. But you have to wonder how much, like, the location of that weekend was, like, playing in Ryan's mind, too. Because, like, that's the track that, like, pretty much made him quit. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So you have to wonder, like, was it a mental thing to get through that weekend? He never let it on that it was and, like... Who knows if it is or not, but that is, like, very much a big detail of when you go over that same hump and know, like, yeah, that's where I crashed and, like, stopped racing six years ago because of it. Oh, yeah. wow. Hmm. I didn't even think of that. You Nobody mentioned that. And and I see, like, why would you, you wouldn't mention that to, like, Captain America before he's going out there to do battle, but, like, that had to be on somebody's mind somewhere. Totally. It would be like Kiefer asking Marvin how his brother is with a broken back. Totally, totally. <laughs> We've all learned that lesson the hard way, so, like, we're not going to learn that. Yeah. Oh. 
Um, Christian off. Fell 40th to 10th in fell, the first moto. What happened yeah. in the second moto when he got 12th? Fell again, right? Fell again? Yeah. Pretty sure. I was I was expecting big things from Christian at Thunder Valley because yeah. that's where he came back for the test ride after he's retired and did great. He was charging, though. I mean, he literally was he for sure maybe the ma- the 39th in the first moto. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he for sure passed the most guys Yeah, this past weekend. Yeah. He would have got the RC hard charger. Oh, one. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did you ever get that? Hell no. No? No, I oh. ain't never got none of that. Not even a privateer power award whenever my pipe was laying in half of the power? freaking track, dude. <laughs> every si- yeah. Every every single weekend I had FMF pipe just laying on the track. I never even got a power award. <laughs> Bombed. Should have, I think. Maybe uh, we'll create an award just that you can win every week next year. Skip. No matter how much I do, just a sketchy award. Yeah. Just the A-Ray award. I crashed today. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Did you crash because you were hamming it up for the guy with the camera? Yeah. Oh. It was Aiden Kiefer that was video. Oh, He's yeah. like, dude, you're squirrely. I'm like, I'm <laughs> doing it for the video. Leave me alone, dude. You, got me? <laughs> you know? I'm, yeah. Oh, it's shit. like sometimes you just got to get a little sketchy for to make the video look good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, Ray, it works because I was walking around the track on Saturday and somebody was wearing a sketchy as hell t-shirt came up pumped on you and everything we do you know yeah yeah it's making you money it's making you money it's working i wish it was making a little bit more but i mean hey you can't really complain like with you know the the platform that we've we've built and the the stuff that we've done so far i feel mm-hmm. like it's it's going pretty well yeah well, I'm, I'm still over here living up to my name because i'm still going to Glen helen on a tuesday and just crashing <laughs> my brains out so <laughs> was I'm it, doing uh, my part. Was the SGB rig at Thunder Valley? Uh, no. It wasn't there? It wasn't there? No, no, it wasn't there. Hmm. We won't talk about that. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> next topic. <laughs> can, can we, uh, moving on. Hey, so uh, Marshall Welton, he had a nice weekend. Yeah, yeah dude. dude. Ripping, Career right? Best. Ripping. So he has two days on the bike, HGP. And he's and just on Bogle's bike. Yeah, just I guess just Bogle's setup, right? And he's like, yeah, I ro- he wrote it and liked it. I don't know. I personally haven't talked to him. But, hmm. uh, yeah, like, dude, he just hopped on the thing and was pinning it. Which Pete Hartraff. Yeah. Um, Hartraff's dealing with, like, you know, some arm pump issues, I think, a little bit. But uh, he's he's coming back strong, I think. Have they detuned Hartraff's bike for him yet? Yeah, a little bit. I think they're working on some of that. Um, they're actually working on it a little bit today at uh, – at Glen Helen, still working on some suspension stuff, and you know, just trying to give him a little bit more comfort. Uh, yeah, they they did a huge engine change from last year to this year, and I think uh, their outdoor spec was a little too much. So mm-hmm. they're working on backing it off, and then, and obviously they have some more uh, parts this year that they didn't have last year from Japan, right? So mm-hmm. all of that stuff intensified the engine a little bit, and I think I think it was a little. Uh, it was a little tough on him, you know, like the first three rounds. But honestly, it was an improvement from uh, Paula and Hangtown, you know, this past weekend at Colorado. So he's getting a little bit better. I think. I think once we move a little bit more east, he will. He will hit his stride. You know, that's that's you know where he grew up. That's the type of dirt that he he uh, really excels on. So uh, I'm I'm curious to see how he's going to be this next few weeks. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. Ken Roxon. Wins round three. How was his? Uh, I mean, dude, that last lap. 
Dude. I'm like, what's gonna happen? What's gonna? He doesn't have the overall. Like, I, they already spoiled it on on Instagram. So I'm like, what is gonna happen? And then two la or two corners before the finish line, Sexton just dumps it right. Dude. And then, yeah, it's boom. Overall, and you gotta think that Eli was just kicking himself in the, in Dude, the ass, right? So like bad, for, because yeah. apparent apparently like his uh, his rear brakes were fading, right? Right. But it's like, dude, they were they had the gnarliest, gnarliest battle in that Such second Such a good battle. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just, like, one that you'll – it's one of those races that you'll just replay, right, mm-hmm. like, on YouTube in 10 years. It's like, totally, totally. It's just one of those races, I felt like. And, yeah, I don't know. Uh, pump for Roxen. Um, yeah, I was stoked. So, uh, Anton, did you talk to did you talk to Sexton after the race? Was he bombed? Like, <laughs> like where, where, was, where was he at? He was really bummed walking away from the podium. Like, he was really bummed. He he rode over to the podium, and he just hung out by himself for a minute. And then even as, like, the celebration was going on, he was just very, like, he was in it, but he wasn't into it, you know? Yeah. And then they moved the podium this year, so it's up on this grassy hillside, like, by the first turn. And he kind of, like, just walked down it by himself, and you could tell, like, his head was hung low. But then by the time he came over for the post-race interviews, he was good. You know, he's like, I won't make that ma- mistake again. Like, I've learned from that. And, like, truly, I don't think that that was – Was it just like, a brain fart? Down. Yeah. It yeah, honestly, over. it was. Like, he – it's. it looked to me like he was set on a rut, but at the last minute he wanted to change his line a little bit and then just got off balance and then just tipped yeah. over. I mean, that was that and, was it. And that was probably one of the trickier corners of the whole track yeah. because, like, every ruck – Every rut had a hook in it. Every rut had, like, some big acceleration chop out of it because everybody was hammering it from there. And then um, you jump into the turn, you know? So, like, it, it's all just kind of a funky setup all the way around. And it wasn't, like, some big, massive, like, chase high side because he was pushing the edge. Like, it was just some little, like... Did his visor make it? It did. Yeah. Yeah, his yeah, visor it did. made it. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. It was just a small tip over, just enough for Roxanne to get past him, and then boom. Uh-huh. Uh, and then he said in the first moto that he was out of tear-offs, and that makes sense because I look back at photos and he was, and like that's not a track you want to be out of tear-offs on, especially when you're just setting behind as many 450s, fast 450s as he was too. Yeah, dude, that roost no there air. does not feel freaking good. Did you at see all. Joey's Instagram post? Oh my god, dude! Oh, I was dude. gonna ask what it, that's just roost. Yeah, that's roost. Oh my god! I thought because he had some did, type of like shingles or some shit. Well, you saw what his chest looked like and how was your weekend from Hangtown? Yeah, right? yeah. He must not wear a chest pro. No, he well, does because that's does. the outline. That was the outline oh, of the chest. Jesus, yeah. dude. Ugh. You need one of those like uh, Travis Pastrana EBS, EBS freaking vest. Yeah. yeah. No, you need a. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> you need a clear CHP Lexan windshield on your bike. Yeah. Oh Something, yeah. <laughs> My dad always told um, me that uh, they used to put duct tape on the inside of their jerseys, like on their like arms and stuff, to help with the roost ugh. if they didn't want to. That's pretty smart. Yeah. Duct tape. Yeah, duct tape. Wow. Huh. Yeah. You know what the flak trackers used to do at Ascot? Put Shoot a cycle up. news in their chest. Oh, my God. Inside their letters, they used to zip it Dude. up and put a cycle news in there and zip it back up. Ascot, that was my huh? dad's place, man. Yeah. <laughs> Ascot was amazing. Jeez. Best years of my life spent there. Well, on a four-wheeler. Three-wheeler, bro. Three-wheeler. Oh, my God. Four-wheeler. Come on. Damn. Quad-tard. <laughs> uh, four- uh Hold on, hey Ray. You were we were as we were talking about like Kenny and Eli and all that stuff. So Eli, I asked after the race, I asked you know as he explained about the rear brake, and I was like, well, wait, didn't that happen to you before? 
and so like too. kind of a mistake on me. Yeah, it was Ferrandis, but mm. same thing last year, kind of same same whole situation. Yep. Had to stop his attack on them. Um, and as we've seen, like the brakes thing is one of the interesting things to see what Cowie runs because there's some stuff on it that like they go, you know, super factory on, and there's other stuff that they're like not using crazy parts. And I don't think that Yamaha right now has like the craziest brake setup. I'm sure right. it's pretty strong, but it doesn't look like it's some big overbuilt rear system or anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anton, did you look, did you uh, see Jacob's bike at all up close? Oh yeah. I looked at it. Did it have stock clamps again? Oh yeah. Stock hubs, stock clamps. It looked like a stock, uh, stock sprocket. Again? Wow. Jeez, dude. If it wasn't a stock sprocket, like no, don't get me wrong, but it's definitely a silver sprocket that wasn't like stock hubs too. I've been accustomed to them running. Oh yeah, stock hubs. Wow. But that's like, and again, and so okay, so I guess like Talking Boy's getting in trouble for this, for whatever, and like whatever. But this happens all the time. Like we just asked Hunter and Jed about it a couple weeks ago because they've been running stock fork lugs on those bikes back when Kenny was at RCH, you know, and they were going through the whole. He's not happy with the RMZ thing. They put stock clamps and other parts back on the bike. Like, there's stock links on bikes that are out there. Like, it, it happens. If why is like, suspension guy what, from Why is Star why Mad? You? It's making uh, this Yamaha stuff look better. Oh, yeah. is it sponsors? I, I think it's a sponsor thing. Yeah, and okay. then, like, also, you know, I, I can understand from, like, an optic standpoint where it looks like you don't really know what, like, you're always hunting. And especially if you've had, like, this dominant kick-ass bike for years under yep. one category and then you're going all the way back to stock you know to, to see where you're really at i mean i think that that could be something that people internally are like why does it look why are you guys doing this mm-hmm. yeah. but at the same time too like that's racing man like if you if if someone somewhere is bummed out that you're actually doing ongoing development on the track like they don't understand what the point of racing is then mm-hmm. so I, w- I was watching a little little closely on the lights class, and it looked like to me in the lights class that both Hondas had characteristics like Chase's bike. I'm curious if they put the BFR shock on the Lawrence Brothers bikes. Well, they can't, though, because of your suspension rule. Well, I mean, you know. Oh. You're not, you, you know, and that, here's the other thing too. You're not going to be able to hide that. Like it's so over the top. Yeah. Uh, it just I looks like with, they made a big suspension change from last week to this week on both bikes. The, the shock looks lower. It looks like slower. It looks like it reacts differently than, than normal. Right. So like both, not as much Hunter, but jet his rear of his bike. It has always looked, seem a little bit more stiff, more up in the rear. And it looks like it's always worked pretty well, but this weekend it looked a bit, quite a bit lower, to me. To me, I don't know. Like I, I could go back. I could be wrong, but it looked more like the characteristics of a BFRC or whatever you call a shock. It looked closer to like something Sexton was was running to me. Yeah, yeah maybe. I don't know. I would, I would need to to re-see, but. Like I, uh, what is the what is the rule for um, suspension in the lights class? I don't think there's a rule. Uh, for there's it. a cost cap, and it's got to be stuff that can be bought by anybody. Because there was even some issues with the new bike that got released this year that I guess WP hadn't had stuff yet out that the factory team was running. But it's like, well, that's a parts delay issue more than it is them like cheating, mm, you yeah. know? Because there's nothing out there. It's like it's a brand new thing, and we're in the middle of like supply chain issues, you know? 
Hmm. But um, yeah, I, I don't. I don't know why so many people got like mad and me and Michael had even talked about it. And I think that like, you know, some of it is his reputation and people think that he likes to start shit. And I think that they, they think that's what it is. But I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty obvious because they're the stocks, silver stock hubs, you know, yeah. Yeah. like there's no, there's no hiding it. There's not like they spray painted them blue or anything like <laughs> but they're stockers. Why do you think that they're running it? Like they ran is it. it. Is it is it a more compliant ride than aftermarket hub? Yeah, I would yeah. say so. Like it, I, it would be less rigid. They struggled at they struggled at Fox. Like there yeah. were not a lot and of the blue bikes were happy. So I think that and change happened the week after, right? Yeah, and it's only on a couple of the bikes. Like Levi's bike is yeah. still on, you know, the more traditional star setup. Uh, I want to say LeBlanc picked. bike. Yeah, the steg peg's hilarious. Like, Dude, I noticed so that. Sick. I was like, look at those two big four skate wheels on the back. Anton, do you remember cool. when they sent those to us at yes. Transworld? Yeah, uh-huh. Dude, that's how I spotted them. I was like, I've seen those before. Like, hold on a second. That's not like Peanut in the Star Racing Shop, like, whipping stuff up. Like, those are from something else. Yeah. yeah. I wonder how many yeah. sales that they got this week. Dude, right? Rollerblade wheels? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm sure they got a bunch. So the company's still around? Yeah, it's not just something yeah. they made. Oh wow! No, no, yeah, yeah, it's that sheet metal thing. And I think I think uh, off-road guys, a lot of off-road guys run them. Really? Yeah. Wow, I had never heard of these until Don said it last week. <laughs> Steak pegs, bro. Hey, let's take a uh, break to hear from our sponsors. We'll be back for more. Race Deck is the world's largest aftermarket motorcycle suspension modification company with over 35 years experience personalizing your suspension setups. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically improved bottoming resistance and increased traction. Hi, Swap Moto Live listeners. This is Alex Martin. At Arai, every helmet is handcrafted with dedication to pursue gains and protection, and that is exactly why I choose to race in an Arai helmet. This lifeblood of obsession with protection is driven by a single shareholder and runs through every person who builds an Arai helmet. This is what sets Arai apart. This is Arai. Since 2005, Risk Racing has been a leading innovator within the motocross industry, all while doing it in their own unique way. Whether you are looking for the premier motocross transport system, the Lock and Load Pro, or the EZ Utility Jug, the fuel can of choice for me, SGB Racing's Alex Ray, Risk Racing is there to be your go-to motocross shopping destination. Head over to riskracing.com today and see their entire product line. Use code SWAP at checkout to receive 15% off the entire purchase. Hey everyone, Don Moetta here. Over the past 20 years, I've built a ton of cool motocross project bikes. When it comes to choosing a great wheel set, my first call is always to the crew at WUSA. Importers and distributors of Talon, Kite, Han, and Edge Hubs, the wheel building team at W is unrivaled when it comes to lacing them up to DID or Excel rims. Let's be honest now. Next cleaning air filters or changing oil. Tightening spokes is one of the most tedious jobs when it comes to working on your bike. When it comes to wheel sets from W though, you know that they'll stay straight and true and the spokes will almost always stay tight. There's a reason that factory teams and top riders everywhere rely on W. When it comes to anything wheel related, your one-stop shop is WUSA.com. Check them out. Hey, this is Colt Nichols of the Monster Energy Star Racing Yamaha team, and I rely on Guiltless Food Co. to keep me fueled properly, feeling 100%, and is super convenient. It's healthy food that doesn't suck. Sign up at guiltlessfoodco.com. Out here, on the edge, failure is no option. Here, you don't compromise. 
Off-road, on-road, on the track, off the grid. Sunstar sprockets and brake discs come installed on more motorcycles and all-terrain vehicles than any other in the world, period. The engineers who design your bike trust and spec Sunstar for the same reason you should. Because here, on the edge, failure is no option. Sunstar, number one in sprockets and brake discs. What's up? This is Christian Craig. As a motocross racer, being in top physical shape is a must, and my favorite way to train is cycling. And whether it's road biking or mountain biking, I rely on Roy Cyclery to keep my bikes in perfect running order. Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Live podcast for additional discounts in the shop. Hey guys, it's Ryan Villapoto. Now that I'm living the retired life and not bound to factory team sponsors, I'm able to choose my partners when it comes to building my bikes. I choose Backyard Designs to create my motorcycle graphics because they do a great job. Their kits look great, go on easy, and last long. Backyard Design has the most comprehensive and user-friendly graphic website in the sport. Use the discount code SWATMOTO at checkout for a discount at BackyardDesignsUSA.com. G'day guys, this is 9 times X Games gold medalist Jared McNeil. Off the motocross bike I spend plenty of time cross training on my intense mountain bike. From the super fast and efficient sniper cross country bike, to the aggressive primer and tracer trail bikes, or even the amazing taser e-bike. Every intense is designed and developed in the United States and built to the highest standards. A life on two wheels certainly includes pedals too, so give the crew at IntenseCycles.com a look. Everybody, welcome back to the Kickstart Podcast, presented by Pro Taper. Dude, Levi Kitchen and the Steak Pigs just worked everyone in that first moto. Dude, I mean, and, he, in yeah. spite of being sick, and it's so crazy how in pain and misery he looked. Yeah, in the little tents behind the uh, the you know the podium. Yeah. I was laughing, though, because he literally, like, I think Ricky even mentioned it on the broadcast. It's like Ricky was saying things, what you need to do, and Levi was doing them. It's like he heard him. Like, <laughs> Levi, to Did me that? at least on the TV, was the only guy that looked like he was riding it, riding the track like you need to carry momentum through corners. Like Riding the it the was, right way. Dude, Yeah, he was railing some of those outsides. Dude, his technique, I don't know who it reminds me of. Uh, I mean, it's a mix, I would say, like a mix between, like, a K-Dub, but, like, he hangs off the back in some areas, like, RV. AP. Yeah, or AP, yeah, exactly. AP, yeah. Like, he has, like, more, like, a hunch over a little bit, kind of like AP does. But at the same time, like, he can hop around. He yeah. has, like, a mix of everything into one. He can hop yeah. around because of his steg pegs. Dude, it's funny, though. His, yep. his riding style, like, in pictures, looks so horrible. Mm-hmm. But, like, videos, it looks sick. Yeah, no, it's badass. <laughs> in motion, it's badass, but pictures it looks all wonky mm-hmm. yeah. I, I love rc's like use of chef is like <laughs> my favorite nickname ever yeah i think it's just hilarious like rc that's rc's dude man mm-hmm. like that's his guy but um drew the suspension tech at star has even said like yeah he he rides a little bit like ap like a lot of the ways that we see him do stuff like if you watch his feet it's a lot of that mm-hmm. and uh ever since I first saw him at Loretta's, like, on that stock 450 uh, in 20. I've been, like, dying to watch him race a 250 moto because I think him and Jed are going to be, like, the next two guys that yeah. you're going to see, like, go head-to-head. And once he gets this first one, I think a lot more are going to click off. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be fun to watch 
just these two dudes just go at it because uh, I think that's like a next big big matchup between guys. Yeah, yeah. So as well. I'm interested to see what happens because I remember amateurs like obviously we've all heard it a million times the kid was kind of unknown. And then it seemed like he won one regional, and then it was just clicking, boom, clicking, boom, boom, clicking. Boom, boom, boom. So I'm interested to see if he can back it up with a couple more moto wins this year. It was crazy because Jet was reeling him in. And then he just. And then he's just like, oh, nope. Yep. <laughs> just took back off and got even bigger lead. Yeah. But. Uh, hey, and he was good in the second moto, though. Like, he was. I he he was came from jealous. way back. He, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. crashed off the I, start. No, he tipped, He went down when Hammaker and Thrasher. Oh, hit. got you. Yeah. He hit uh, Thrasher's bike or something and went yeah. down. No. Where are you so, yeah, at with that, I, Anton? Like, did you see that? Like, I mean, I thought that was a bit of a race incident. I think yeah. Thrasher should have looked up. I mean, Hammaker clearly had the line. He was on the inside. It's not. It's that corner. Yeah, it's, it's that, that corner. corner that we yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, I have a sequence of it, but it's in the back and it's out of it's out of focus because I was shooting like the guys uh, Hunter as they were coming into frame past the mechanics area. So I think it's like one of those like heat of the moment first lap things and guys just like going at it for every line and not realizing what's going to cross up where, mm-hmm. you know, but it, it's a bummer because I mean, that was a hit. I mean, that yeah, was, it was a big one. It's a slam. And I mean, it broke Hammaker's bike. It, it busted his gas tank. Or his gas cap. Uh, Thrasher had to. I mean, he immediately ran right to the sides of the track yeah. and then had the medics with him. He, he yeah, got taken he out of the mule. Yeah. Which is a bummer because, like, my my hear? wife had even said Sober. she's like, yeah, I saw Thrasher on the mule, and I was like, well, was he in a sling? And she said no. And for a minute, I'm like, well, that's like some hope, you know, because he's just coming off of a shoulder injury, mm-hmm. and yeah. then to have another one, you're just like, wow, dude, that poor guy. Because yeah, I think he was on my fantasy. He's good. Team. Both of them were. <laughs> Him and Seth. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Him and Seth were both. Yeah. They crushed uh, it the first moto, but second moto, it was, yeah, no compared Damn. Yeah. It is, you know. But there was a lot of great racing this weekend, man. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of good things happen, you know. Like, I'm just hoping that I, – I like Kitchen. I like the way yeah. he rides. I like his personality. You know, he's just – he's just – it seems like he's just a kid from the country, right? Like mm-hmm. – and I, I hope that he can get some more wins. You know, I mean, a lot of good stuff came out of Colorado. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's a good racing. Yeah. It was a good weekend. Um, you know, Jay Coop is getting better. He even he said is. that he found the flow that he'd been looking for that last, like, few laps in that 250 moto. So he was coming. Uh, Mosman, like we said, aside from those bike issues, showed speed. Hunter finally got a win. I mean, and was that was a good one, too, because that's been coming. Um I think a lot of good stuff because now, yeah, you see that there are guys that are consistent in the 250 class, but you also see like, oh, yeah, there's still the occasional dude that's going to throw his name in there and get like a top yeah. three or make things interesting with a moto win. It's not over. Yeah. Oh, Mosman clarified, too. It's not five moto wins he wants. He wants five overalls. So. He's standing by that still? That's what he said. Oh, wow. Said. Oh, wow. I Bold. respect it. I like Bold. it. I like it. There you go. So uh, I, 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 Oh, go ahead, Anton. Go ahead. Oh, I, was I go- talked to Varese, your new uh, O'Neill teammate. <laughs> yeah. 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 Enjoy the ride. Enjoy the ride, baby. <laughs> so is Varese, uh, he's on AEO now. Yeah, yep. he's on AEO. And so whole season. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I guess. Oh, yeah. it is the whole season now. Because they were, I heard they were still trying to figure that out as of Friday. Oh, I thought I had heard it was whole season. It might be full season by the end of Saturday, but Friday it was 
you know, we're, we're trying to find out what else is going on with everybody. I mean, they so, crushed it. Derek Kelly crushed it. But they're going, to, yeah. Yeah, they're going to the full summer. It's just if they were going to keep Josh on or not. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't, I don't know what Austin Black's situation is like right now. But I know Master. I think it sounds like Masterpool would be out for a while. Yeah. 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 It doesn't sound like he's coming back there. Yeah. Did you talk to Varese, uh How that bike compares to his backdoor Husky? He said it's good. Uh, he said it's good. He was like complimentary of Husky, you know. But he's just like really what it came down to is I needed to figure out how to get to the races this summer, and mm-hmm. we left Hangtown not knowing like what was going to happen, and and you know. I would think a lot of that stuff probably does. Are, Chase, you would know better. I can't remember. Are they on the new bike or the old bike? Uh, AO's on the old bike. But they have, yeah. so they, from what I hear, they kind of got some more help from KTM this year as Rocky Mountain lost their help, their factory support uh, for this year. So they, they're on pretty good motors. I imagine he's on, like, a very similar motor to what he was on on that Husky because he was yeah. on so last year's factory. In Supercross, they had the last year's factory engines. Right, mm-hmm. right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's similar parts too. It's FMF stuff on yep. there. Like it's some stuff that crossed over. Mm-hmm. But I, I was pumped for Josh, you know, because that's one of those dudes that we really—he's got a lot that's there. You know, yeah. he, has, he has a lot of potential. Dude, Derek Kelly did great. You know, we don't really yeah. think of Derek Kelly as an outdoor 250 guy, especially as big as he is. So for him to do what he did this weekend on that track was impressive. Yeah, he's um, crushing it. What is that thing yeah. on their helmets? The green—that's Derek Kelly's. Uh, his little company, his little side hustle. It's like a true fusion or something yeah, like that. Yeah. I what think is it's it? a CBD. I don't know. I don't know. I might have butchered that. It's something like that, though. Okay. Yeah. No idea. <laughs> yeah, because I've seen his helmet. And it's got a green logo. I was yep. Like, what is that? And it's got like Adams on it or something. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. 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 Hmm. yeah. It's cool seeing Derek Kelly like kill it like that because I first knew of him as like, I think he was a dirt rider test rider. Yeah. A dirt rider maybe. or cycle news or something like that. Oh. Yeah, I think I remember that. Yeah, it's pretty cool to see a, a mm-hmm. test guy move on to bigger and better things. Yeah, and good for Joshua, dude, because he kind of had a got thrown into like a not so great situation. He had some promises that weren't really yeah um, fulfilled throughout the Supercross and outdoors now. So, and then uh, did you hear his parents folded parts in the pits? No, I did not hear that. Yeah, jeez, because I knew that because Aaron Cook from yeah our race series said, hey. Our vending spot is open. If you guys know of anyone, because parts in the pits is oh well, gone. they didn't they didn't have State Fair to go to anymore, huh? Yeah. So, but I I heard something like that. They Damn. shut it down. That's a bummer. It is a bummer. Yeah, I noticed he was in like a hangtown. He wasn't out of his parents' old motorhome. He was like with a buddy in a in a motorhome or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I don't. Yeah, I think he said he took his pickup. Okay, yeah, that would make sense because it looked like he was just kind of like threw his bike next to someone else's bike under their rig. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he said he took. I know he took his pickup to to Paula, but hmm. I think he took his pickup to Hangtown. He said. Yeah. Wow. Well, let's hope he makes it all year. Yeah, he's a good kid, for sure. Um, what else? Anything else? Four fifties, dude. What happened to Benny? Uh, he hurt his knee. Yeah, he hurt Aww. his knee, but he's okay. He's fine. He's fine. He's yeah, still gonna race. Yeah, he's fine. Okay. Now, Freddie is having a little bit of a back issue. He was going to the doctor, I think, today uh, to figure that out. Um, He had something like that flare up in Supercross, um, and then he took a little bit of time off. It might be like something. Like a disc or something? Yeah, it's what it sounds like. I don't know for sure. I haven't really talked to anyone, but 
He does have a back issue, um, kind of flared up a little bit again. Uh, I don't know if it's nerves or, or what, but but yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he's going to be there this weekend. I hope he is, mm-hmm. but uh, but yeah. I what were they wearing this weekend? <laughs> Fly. They were. Fly. Did they buy it? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Same stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They only have like I think they've got like three kits. They just cycle through those. Yeah. Wow. Doing laundry. Yeah. Dude, BBMX should just be an O'Neill, dude. Every every single rider just needs to be an O'Neill. <laughs> it's the best gear. Dude, I had I, I I no joke had a twenty minute conversation today with Doug Dubach about RDX two point two boots. Oh man, oh. they are the best boots out there. I'm telling man. you, comfort, yeah. support, everything. Mm. I will say, Derek Kelly's custom kits have been pretty good this year. They're sick, They're right? Sick, yeah. 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 My only complaint, they need to bring the red back. I only have like two sets. And of red boots? Yeah, of red boots. They need to bring the red back. What, they ran out or they discontinued? They freaking sold out, dude. Oh. <laughs> you want mine? Yeah, what size are they? Nines? Yeah, I'll take them. Okay. I'll wear a nine and a half, but I'll... Well, there's no such thing as a nine and a half RDX 2.2. You're Customs. either a nine or a ten. Or were you customs? Oh. oh. <laughs> but no, I'm, I, I wear the nines. I'm yeah. in between the nine and a ten, so... I, I but I'll wear the not, if you have red RDX 2.2s, oh, bro, those things are like gold right now. <laughs> I wore, Stock I wore, in those. Put them on Stock X. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you. Uh, I wore my I, I want this weekend. I want them. You wore your boots? Was, no, not, but oh. I was in my O'Neill gear. I am serious as a heart attack. I need those boots. Okay, well, you. you know where I live. You can come get them. All right, I'm going to come get them. Yeah. Huh. Dude, it's crazy that O'Neill RDX 2.2, they've been doing this for years with the red boots, right? And then all of a sudden, everybody just wants to hop on the bandwagon. Oh, yeah. You know, you got Garnet, red boots, <laughs> Alpine Star, red boots, freaking CD, red boots. Dude, we did it first. You did. I feel like CD and you did it before the... No. <laughs> no, his boots were red when he cut his shit open and blood mm. all over Yeah, there's blood all over Okay, across. okay. Yeah, those were for sure custom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, hey, I think when do you come home? Because I think next week's podcast has to happen on Wednesday. Dude, I Wednesday. come home. Dude, I come home the 29th. Oh Jesus! Yeah, you're staying there that long. Pablo booked my damn flight, oh, so wow. I'm flying back home, and then I'm flying to Louisville again. Oh, and then down. Samantha, <laughs> Samantha, and I are gonna drive up to Redbud. Why are you blushing? Uh, <laughs> yeah. So this well, weekend. We a Ray and I are headed to. It's called Sentosa. Yeah, Sentosa, Sentosa, Sentosa Beach. Uh, You're going. Sing- oh, that's this weekend. Singapore. Yeah. yeah. Holy cow. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to Singapore. Singapore Beach Race, baby. Yeah. When do you fly out? What are you racing there? Dude, I. Yeah. <laughs> no right. idea what bike you're. No on bullshit. No, I sent my bike there. I shipped it. Did you? Yeah. Oh, someone. Oh one of the promoters bought my bike, <laughs> and paid to have it shipped there. So oh, I'm just gonna okay. race my bike. And I'm gonna leave it there whenever I'm done. Oh, what? good. It's badass. Pablo asked me what class I wanted to race. I'm all, bro, I'm not racing. I'm coming Dude, to he's got a brand new KTM. Yeah, no. Nah. Dude, he's got like every brand bike. Yeah, I know. Dude, he, Done. he, has, he has one of James Stewart's old uh, two-stroke. No, he has Josh Grant's old two-stroke. He has one of JS7's uh, old practice bike Suzuki's. He's got a brand new KTM. He's got a Yamaha now. Yeah. I, he he's bought, got everything. He bought A-kit forks from Enzo Racing yeah. for that Yamaha. And whenever he was here, he bought uh, WP stuff from AEO. Yeah. Just for the... Just for the vet and world. Just for the world I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) 
Hey, he's like the the legit like Moto Memes vet rider. <laughs> yeah. Oh, forks. you got orange anodized? <laughs> oh yeah, coated forks, anodized, buddy, buddy, buddy. I need every brand new set of Fox gear. Oh, he will be an O'Neill at uh at the beach race. He will be an O'Neill. Oh yeah. Yes, he will. Contract? Oh, oh I don't know about that, but he's gonna be an O'Neill gear. Well, he can't wear his Troy Lee helmet. He can. No, I'll take him a helmet. I have a, I have a brand new O'Neill helmet painted. Showy downstairs. Uh-oh. I'll give it to Pablo. Yeah, Pablo. He would love that. Like, oh. But yeah, so we're going to Singapore. I'm excited. You've been there before. Yeah, 18 I've, hour flight. It'll be my oh. first time there. Yeah, 18 hour flight, and I fly out of New Jersey. So I have to fly from Ontario to New Jersey first. I'll probably get a hotel and then fly out the next morning. Yeah. Oof. Where do you go to from New Jersey to get to Singapore? Fucking straight to New, straight to Singapore. Singapore Airlines. Pablo books no us way. direct. Yeah, Pablo books us direct. Yeah, I'm going L.A., Frisco, Frisco, Singapore. But I'm like, damn, I should have just flew out of Ontario to Frisco. I told him L.A. because I figured it'd be direct. Frisco, where's Frisco? Yeah, San, where's San Francisco. Oh, okay. Yeah, but, yeah huh. and Pablo, Pablo's big on Singapore Airlines. Like he has like the black, <laughs> yeah. black yeah. card, yeah, right? Yeah, it's yeah. yeah. Okay, oh. so I get home Tuesday night, and you're still gonna be there. Yeah, I think so. I get home Tuesday. I get home the 28th or 29th, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think the 28th is me. The 28th? I I leave the 20th. What's next Tuesday? What day are you leaving? Wednesday. Next Tuesday is Uh, the 21st. I'm leaving the 20th. So I'm leaving like Sunday. Okay. You leave Monday. The 20th is Monday. Yeah, I leave Monday. Yeah. When do you leave? Oh, wait, no, I what I'm talking about two weeks from now our podcast. Okay, I was gonna say it's so next news. week. You'll you'll be here. You're leaving Monday. Yeah, I'm leaving Monday. Maybe we'll do our podcast Sunday night. I don't know. We'll don't f- know. we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll have to figure it out, man. Yeah, but anyway, guys, uh, thanks for listening. All the fathers out there have a great Father's Day this weekend. And uh, oh shit, Father's Day's this weekend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are you getting, Ronnie Ray? I didn't even know. This, I don't know. I went. I was home last week. So should should I maybe try and get you anything, Harry? Or <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're getting there. <laughs> What's Samantha getting? Can she call you daddy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for listening, uh, and we will talk to you next week. Since 1991, Pro Taper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting innovative and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 and 1 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more.